Hey everyone, and welcome back. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And um, if you listened to the last episode, we continued talking about our infertility journey. And um, you just jump, jump <sighs> ahead. This is what the family, WTF. I'm sorry. Yeah. For those that don't know who we are, this is episode four, by the way. So if you're just now tuning in, Skip back a few episodes, catch up. We've talked about some things. Um, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, no, this has been so much fun. Um, it's just, it feels good to share and vent and just get it out there. Yeah, I hope at least one person's listening to it. <laughs> I know, or hoping that you're getting something from it. Well, at least, you know what? This will be out there forever, so someone someday forever. will stumble upon it, and hopefully it helps them, I yeah. don't, or they can relate to it. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah. Because when you're going through stuff like this, you kind of feel like you don't know anybody. Yeah, we, we probably, if you've listened to all the episodes, we repeat this a lot, but that's like our main driving force for it is... If we can relate to somebody else or they can relate to us and not feel like they're dealing with all this shit by themselves, that's like the whole point of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it is Sunday, our usual day of recording. Mm-hmm. We hope everyone had a good weekend. Ours was pretty laid back. Yeah, we didn't do a whole lot of anything. Well, well, we did. Yeah. We, we did some fun late night Target trips. Got to hang out with our godson. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Starbucks. Of so. course, that's always. That counts for yeah, something. Yeah, we had a family Christmas thing Saturday. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was fun. fun. And but then Sunday's kind of our chill day. We catch chill up. Chill day, catch up, record. We, yeah. We Now we do the podcast on Sunday. So that's been fun. And uh, I don't know, laundry. Starbucks in the morning on Sunday. It's pretty much But mind it. you, this it sounds like we just blow a shit ton of money on Starbucks. We had so many gift cards <laughs> for Starbucks over Christmas. It's insane. Haven't even used all of it. No, we're good. Like for a while. <laughs> a large amount of money. So taking full advantage of that. Yeah. No, we're we're gonna be we're doing good, good on we're Starbucks. Good. And I'm not I'm not complaining. But we did, we did get just just a little Side note, we did get, um, I don't know if any of you have one of these, an espresso machine, like the coffee machine, fancy one. Yeah. Nespresso. Nespresso. With N. Yeah. Letter N. Um, Got it, because it was on sale, huge sale. Um, We have a coffee machine now, and it's fine, but every time I see a commercial for this or somebody uses it, the coffee looks ridiculously creamy and delicious. And it is. And it is. It's it's really good. It's it's awesome. So the milk frother. Oh yeah, and it came with this it, fancy ass milk frother. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'll tell you what though, it's the bomb. It's like so that's like our main coffee thing, and then we're still gonna treat ourselves yeah. on the weekends. We got Starbucks here at home. That's like the milk frothers. Uh, I don't know. It's a new level mm-hmm. to coffee making. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's fun. So, if you tuned in last episode, we kind of left off with 
um, getting into the IUI process and kind of, you know, what, what all that means to get going with that, officially getting set up with a fertility doctor and all that stuff. So that's what we're going to kind of just dive into today. I think. Yeah. I'm pumped up to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, we kind of, in the last episode, we left it with, you, you found out that I have a zero sperm count and, you know, what, what the heck does that, what does that all mean? Well, we have options, right? There's different options that we can start building our family. And one of those is to do IUIs right. using. Well, so here, so after his surgery, after his follow-ups, we were recommended, um, there's a couple fertility um specialists in the state obviously none by us because of where we live it's a smaller town um so our choice was indianapolis or fort wayne um we ended up going to fort wayne because it was closer right um but that that group does they practice in both locations so it was nice um so we had our first appointment we made the call we had our first official like fertility specialist appointment and that's where um she and she's great um, sat us down and kind of went over what the options were. Right. Um, and, and, and granted there are more than you think, but obviously all come with the cost. So, yeah. So, mm. but it was even trickier because I'm like, well, what the hell are we supposed to do? He has no sperm. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you do with that? I don't have anything. Help me. Uh, <laughs> but luckily she said, well, you guys are young. Um, you know, we'll do some labs on you, me, Paige, uh, make sure everything looks okay. And, uh, which we did, everything checked out fine. Um, she said IUI would be fine. Right. But with donor sperm. Yeah. Cause I don't have any sperm. So we have to find somebody else. <laughs> and that whole process, that's going to, that's the whole episode on its own. And we're going to dive into that. Um, and later on, but this is just kind of discussing how the IUIs went. And right. Yeah. I, we could, deal with that. We could talk a whole episode on that whole process and what it's like to, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's what we ended up doing. Yeah. And it happened all pretty quickly. Like we had our consultation and by the next month, like we were gearing up for our first IUI, which of course we had to pick a donor and order the samples. Yeah. Um, which what do you remember? Cause maybe, maybe people listening, if you're going through this and you're like, how much does this cost? Right. If you're brand you know, new to if this, if you're like, Oh my gosh, well we were thinking about donor sperm or something like that. Well, what is it like a, a thousand bucks? No. So it depends on what, I don't know. Sperm bank Let me ask my wife. Because <laughs> I pay more attention. No. Uh, it depends on what sperm bank you use. Granted, there are hundreds, hundreds, but our clinic specifically gave us a list of specific ones because of the amount of genetic testing that they do. Right. Um, you can get sperm practically from everywhere, anywhere, it seems. Yeah. But they wanted us to spick. spick <laughs> specifically choose from 
you know, the higher end, they, they do more testing. They make sure everything looks squared away. Yeah. Type stuff. And like they interview these people too. Yeah. So we, we ended up going with Seattle sperm bank. They mm-hmm. were the cheapest on the list, but God, it was still so expensive Yeah, for two vials, which we ordered two at a time because shipping was like, I don't even know. Shipping's like, what was it? Like $150? No, it was something? like between... It was like over two hundred dollars. Oh, okay. And wow. the vials were almost seven hundred a piece. So I thought it's better just to order two at a time. Yeah. No. Yeah. It is. So we, you know, did the whole process, logged onto their website, did our research, and mind you, too, um, we specifically like the labs that I had done checked for my CMV. You, you're either positive or negative. Um, it's a CMV, cytomegalovirus, if you've ever been exposed or whatever. Um, and mine came back negative. So I had to specifically only look for donors that were negative, um, because there would be a react, a potential reaction if they were positive and, and, uh, I'm negative, right. Which limited a lot of choices, but yeah. we spent a lot of hours. I, I mean, get home from work and sit in front of the computer and just go through people that you think you maybe could use yeah it's it was super awkward it is in the beginning and it was i'll be honest it was tough for me in the beginning but um yeah you he you almost seemed like you almost didn't want anything to do with it yeah it was really tough um because the whole time you're feeling like this isn't fair you know, it's not, and it's not fair. Um, I, I just kept thinking, I'm like, well, you know, why, why do I have to use some other dude? <laughs> you know, it's such a, it's a tough thing to talk about. Well, and before we even step forward with this, they had us um, do a phone call. It was like a counseling session. Right to discuss using donor that was required through our fertility specialist office, which I thought was good. It was a good phone call. Um, they just kind of wanted to make sure mentally, like emotionally, like that's, we were both on the same page and, um, why we were going to do that. Right. Yeah. And it took, I, it took me some time to, you know, I just had to, I kept having conversations with myself and kept talking to myself about it. And I want, I want, and we want a family, you know, and we have to figure out a way to do that. And, um, it's, it's tough. So if, if you're in the same boat, it's not, it's not an easy conversation at all. Um, no. And even just talking to your parents before we made that jump. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's, it's tough to even, you know, especially if you're, if you're talking to your mom and dad about it and, you know, sometimes, sometimes people don't understand either, you know, you'll, you'll get that because, it's hard for people to relate when they're not going through it. And, um, I don't know. It's just a tough, it's, 
For me, I, it was it was tough. Yeah, they just kind of see like, well, it's the cheaper option, and you want a kid, so. But it goes a little deeper. Than yeah, that. and sometimes it's not. Yeah, it's not even that. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Well, and you initially were before we started the IUI officially. Did I think we had a discussion about embryo donation because. Yeah, because instead of it just being like half mine and half this donor's, which I was not looking at it that way at all, but you were. That's how I was seeing. That's how I was seeing it. I was like, "Well, I can't, I can't do anything here. I, you know, how am I? I don't even. I can't even find the words. To right, without it. sounding I, like a yeah, dick. Yeah, without sounding <laughs> like a dick. I, you know, it's like, well. Why do I have to use this other dude? And I, you know, and it and it can't be me. I can't help that. And situation. why does it get to be partially? Yeah. Why does it get to be partially yours? But I was not like it wasn't even like that. I was just thinking, well, if I have eggs and like my stuff works, like right, just I don't care that it's got part of my DNA. But if my stuff works, let's use it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know, so we. I. I immediately thought of the embryo donation mm -hmm. and um so and i felt i just felt more comfortable in the moment with doing that but but it's a um, lot it's there's a lot involved with that and it's more expensive right um, so we got to a good place where we were both okay let's we let's do this iui yes. let's just try it out um and we we kept you you have to keep talking about it. I mean, yeah, because if, if you are not okay with something and you don't say so, right, or it's just gonna be bad news. Yeah, you have to communicate as a couple. Um, you need to be upfront and honest because if you start doing some of this stuff and the other person's not fully on board, it's but communicate in, yeah. a, in a positive way. Oh yeah. I mean, don't like don't if, be an asshole. <laughs> if your if your husband's like, oh, I don't know, I you know, don't beg him every you know every day and like you know really try to see where he's coming from especially if it is male factor or right. vice versa if it's female yeah like, and don't you know don't beg your wife every day and like try to persuade them see try and see where they're coming from yeah and uh just have those heart to hearts mm -hmm. and that's uh, cry it out a little if you need to yep Sure has been a lot of tears. Yeah. <laughs> but been a lot of crying. But we got past all that. We figured it out as a team together. Right. Um, so I don't even remember what month that was, our first IUI. I couldn't tell you. I think it was May. Yeah. yeah. It was it May. Had to be. It was May. We had our two vials hanging out. Um, the fertility clinic has like a freezer place. I mean, they'll store it for you, so um, it didn't matter how many we ordered, but obviously we aren't loaded with money and ordering a bunch was also scary because we didn't know what would happen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a, I'm going to spend, I mean, on a side note, I want to spend a whole nother episode and talk about just like, yeah, how the heck do you afford to do this? Cause that's a whole nother emotional side mm -hmm. to it. It's mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, how are yeah. we ever going to build our family when we have to yeah we have to pay it for sucks it. it just it does it's just, it does suck uh, but there's ways there's ways around it and um not easy though it's no it's not easy 
But so May, I think it was May of seven. What year no, is it? No, no, no. It's just twenty twenty now. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so May of eighteen? Um, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. May of 18, um, we go in for our first IUI, and it's, you know, you're all excited. Granted, you, you know, you know you're going to have to pay some fees when you get there. Visa mm-hmm. um, or MasterCard? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really quick, though. At that point, we weren't doing, like, this was our very first one. She didn't think I needed any, like, really heavy monitoring, meaning, like, a bunch of ultrasounds beforehand Mm -hmm. um basically i was just checking ovulation tests and when it was positive i would go in the next day so which was kind of nuts because you know you never know what day it's going to land on and then you have to call you know you're missing work so that sucked because it's almost a two-hour drive yeah um i remember i got my little blinky on my ovulation test called them went in the next day did the procedure the sperm sample was great the count was where it needed to be um my lining and everything looked great Mm -hmm. did that and um unfortunately it didn't take you know you wait we just we just waited and then did the pregnancy test um they didn't have us go back in which yeah you feel defeated it it sucks but you kind of like, you kind of, I went into it not getting my hopes up either. Right. Because that even hurts. I mean, that, that just, I feel like that hurts way worse when you get super excited about something and then it doesn't happen. So. Right. And then, um, was that the next month? Yeah. We literally it? like all, so we did like six in total and they were pretty much all back to back. There was a small space. Six of them. <laughs> yeah. Thousands of dollars later. Yeah. Um. So we had one more vial of that same donor. We said, let's just try it again. Um. Did she have us do the shot that time? Oh, man. No, that was after. So still unmedicated at this point. She said, well, I mean, there's no reason to do anything yet. Let's try it again. Didn't really do a whole bunch of monitoring. Like, they didn't check my follicles or anything like that. Um. Did the little ovulation test, got my blinky, went in the next day. I think it was like, I don't even know. It was like three in the afternoon when I got my positive. So we were there by, I don't even know what time the next day. It was in the morning. Right. Um, Did our IUI again. Lining looked great. Count was great. Everything was great. And then lo and behold, I think they, so when you're just checking pregnancy tests, they have you, um, usually, you know, you wait to the two weeks. I think I did mine a day early just because I felt like doing it. Right. And I, I was, mm, it, it was positive. I about shit myself. I thought, oh my God, on the second try, like, no way. There's no way. Um. I woke you up mm-hmm. and said, I got something to show you. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> and I showed him the positive. That was crazy. Yeah. That was insane. Um, mo- emotions got a little high there. We thought, oh my God, like, I just can't believe like it's officially happening. We did it. That's what, that's 
what it felt like. And we didn't get super deep into the money and all the time yeah. spent. I couldn't believe it. Um, and then, you know, then you have to call your clinic and tell them, yeah, I got a positive. So then they have you start doing blood work, um, which they just ordered all of my blood work for the local lab. And they check your HCG level, your, um, you know, your blood level to show if you really truly are pregnant or not. So I can't remember if it was shortly after, a few days after I went and got it checked. I think, and all clinics are different. Um, I think anything of like a five or a 10 or something is technically considered positive. Right. Um, my first level was 19. And I was scared. Because that seemed really low. When you see other people and they're like in the hundreds, I was freaking out a little bit. But they said, you know, you technically are pregnant. Congratulations. We'll have you check your level again. And I think in a couple days, it was like two days later or something, three days later. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Two, probably two days. Um, and that went up to like 150 or 100. I don't know. It was over 100. I know that. And I know it, would, it doubled or did what it was supposed to do. Um, and I felt a lot better. I was super excited. Um, so I think it's protocol, at least with our clinic that they have you check two, like two, two more after the first one initially. Um, so I went back in before work, went to the lab and that one was like three something like it was, it had, it had over doubled again and I was just super excited. So like, okay, great. No more checking. Um, we'll, we'll call you and we'll schedule when your first ultrasound will be. And that was probably like at seven weeks or something. Um, so we were just super excited. It was warm out. We were going for walks, talking about, you know, the baby. Yeah. It was very exciting. Yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at about, gosh, it was probably two weeks later. Yep. Um, I don't remember how it started. I think I had some cramping. Yeah. And then I started bleeding. Called the office. Of course, it's never, you know, that's no, it, 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 it can be normal to an extent, but you always just assume the worst. Um, had me check my levels because I just was bleeding a lot. And I think they were falling. Um, and they had me keep checking those for a while because they want you to go back down. Basically, you know, you were, I was miscarrying. Um, and that was like the worst. Like, even though I was early on, that was like worse than a period. It was awful. And I'm not going to get too TMI with that, but it was disgusting. Um, and painful. Um, I think I missed like three days of work. It was awful. More so for the emotional part of it, but yeah, it was just rough. And I remember telling you on the phone, were you at work? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I ended up leaving work and coming home. It's, that was hard. It was hard because you're like excited. You're pregnant and then you just feel like it's just taken away. Yeah. You know, it's, you're all, you're already struggling you're going through infertility. It sucks. And then you get pregnant and you just feel like it's ripped away from you. And then yeah. you just have to, what do you do from there? What do you keep trying? 
Yeah, and, and then um, it sucked because you have to go back in for more labs knowing that they're just checking to make sure it's gone and you're just like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, nothing worse than having to go get your arm poked 5,000 times just to right. make sure that your your embryo or, you know, whatever is no longer there. So I got back down to one or zero. Or no, I think my last level, I still wasn't even at zero. So they had me come in and do an ultrasound to make sure it wasn't an ectopic. Meaning, like, the embryo wasn't in one of my fallopian tubes. Um, and they didn't see anything, so it was fine. But it just it just hit again that, like, there's nothing there. It's, right. So it was deemed a chemical. I hate that word, but. Yeah. But, um, and then we, didn't we set up, like, a meeting with our doctor to, like, see where we what we were going to do next. And I'll, I'll never forget we were sitting there and she said, she said something that made me process the whole uh, situation. Um, she said a loss is, is still a loss. Yeah. And that stuck, that stuck with me. Right. I mean, still, I mean, I just remember sitting there and, that stuck with me. A loss is still a loss. Well, and the cherry on top of it was we went in on Father's Day for that IUI. Oh, my God. That's right. That was right. on Father's Day. Yep. God, I forgot yep. about that. And then during like during that miscarriage time, like right in the middle of all of that, we had tickets for Warp Tour in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I just don't think that's a good idea. No. Um, we still went to Chicago just to get away. We didn't, um, even, but we didn't even go to, to the concert. No, no, didn't go. It was a shit show. Yeah, it was. But it sucked. But it's okay because we, you know, handled it. I think pretty well. Mm -hmm. And within the next, I think they made me wait like an extra month yeah. to get my body back to where it was, and then we carried on with some more IUIs. Except, you know, that time she's like, "Well, let's put you on um, progesterone." So like the they're suppositories, but um, there was no indication that my progesterone was really low. She just right. thought it would be helpful. And then we threw some Clomid in there, too, just to kind of mm -hmm. spice some things up. Ooh. So they were checking follicles at that point, checking. I'd have to go in more frequently, um, checking the size, make sure they're growing like they're supposed to. And, you know, we did four more IUIs just with that same protocol. And none of them worked. Yeah. Even and when we had like sperm counts that were like 90 million or something crazy. Yeah. And I had three giant, you know, follicles. Yeah. Things got crazy. It, it was, just... remember when I gave you the shot in the car? Oh yeah. And they had me trigger, meaning, um, using Ovidrill, which, which makes your follicles release those eggs, um, within so many hours. So instead of checking ovulation tests, she's like, just, we'll have you uh, come in. We'll we'll see how they're growing, which was a lot more trips, which sucked. Um, and then they would just tell me when to release. And the very first time was what, right when we were leaving the clinic. They said, okay, we'll actually have you trigger now and then come back tomorrow. And I remember getting back in the car and laying flat and you gave me the shot. I did, stomach. right there in the parking lot. <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But it was good. And then do you do you want to talk about because you had to go down to Indy and have that 
one procedure yeah, done. Yeah, she thought, so like in between the last four IUIs, she thought, well, let's just do um, an HSG, which basically they push some dye and fluid through your tubes to make sure they're not blocked, which was awful. I've read both ways it was awful. Um, or, no, I read both ways that it was either fine, people didn't really care, or people thought it was the worst. Um, but it was like a procedure I'd wear a gown and go to the, you know, prep room. And, right. Um, that hurt so bad. And I'm sorry if any of you have had to do that or are going to do that. It's quick, luckily. It's quick. It's over. Yeah, it was very fast. You were not, you were not gone long. But holy shit. <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. But I was fine. Everything yeah. checked out fine. Yeah. There was, everything was fine. So we were kind of just left with all these failed IUIs. No explanation of why shit wasn't working. Um, yeah. So we just, and we continued, you know, we did six of them and it just six, didn't. That was a lot of money. Yeah. Lots of money because you had to order more donors. Um, so it, it just, it was a shit show. And we're going to go more into the picking the donor process with our next episode. But um, we'll kind of, you know, so leading up to what we're going to discuss is how we got to where we are now, which um, is adoption. After those six IUIs, we decided to take a break. So, yeah, but we'll get, um, we'll get more into that spicy, juicy detail. Yeah. This episode was fun. Yeah. So yeah. Hope y'all had a good time and stay tuned next week. There'll be the next episode and go back and listen to the previous ones if you haven't mm-hmm. and send us comments if you want questions on our Instagram journey yeah. to baby Davis. Cool. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love Bye. you too. Bye.